You are listening to the Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast. In every episode, our goal is to help inspire and celebrate author's journey to publication by reading and critiquing query letters, then tackle a writing topic we hope you find helpful. Okay, welcome back to our third episode of Two Writers Walk Into a Bar. I'm Angela. I'm Ken. And today, we have a pretty fun uh, topic we're going to tackle today. But first, I just want to touch base with you, Ken. How was your week? Long, hot, (laughs) tiring. But yeah. And yours? Uh, Same. Uh, Work was insane. We had our inventory. I got in at 6.30 this morning. I slept for a little bit. And yeah, yeah, I got up and tried to look a little bit decent for this. Uh, but yeah. now having a beer, I'm drinking alone tonight. So I just want to share. My kids bought me this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Symptoms. And bought me this <laughs> Duff uh, beer stein. So I'm having a beer. I'm drinking alone. That's okay. Ken has to work tomorrow. Um, it's, we're recording yeah. this on Tuesday. Normally we do Mondays, but I had no internet yesterday. So that's always fun. Yeah, it didn't turn on till one o'clock this morning. So we had mm. no internet. I know it really sucked, but. That's you know, and then I had to work all night. I am tired. I'm exhausted, yes. but um, I'm, I have like four days of vacation coming up in oh, July. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to the 4th of July. And I told my husband, like, my birthday is like two days later. Right? Like, I'm like, I just want to like drink and like listen to my records. Like, I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. the 4th of July, <laughs> I just want to barbecue hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my week was so brutal. I didn't write, critique, edit. I didn't do shit these last two Same. days. Same. I'm just like a zombie. So Yeah. So what changed? Just like just uh, just more work the, or just? The temperature. The oh, temperature. is it hot? Yeah, I work outside and it was in the low, like high 80s oh, here okay. in Utah. And so, ugh. Yeah, the, the temperature just saps it out of you when you're in it for a yeah. lot of the day, you know. And just, it's, I don't know, not sleeping well either on top. So hopefully we'll correct it this week and get back on track. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what? I just, Honestly, I know this is so nerdy, but I started taking magnesium glycinate, my husband and I, and we yeah. sleep so much better. You don't get that, nice. like, you don't have that druggy feeling. You just, like, relax and you just sleep. But yeah. I don't know something to think about <laughs> oh the- and on top of it i had sciatica that last week like my oh back my I, tw- I slept funky and tweaked it so oh, i was kind no. of bent over so to add on top of all of it that was just a combo oh, uh, man, but my sucks. back's better yeah my back's better um so hopefully i'll get a good night's sleep tonight and feel good we'll get back on track and <laughs> it'll be <safe>. yeah <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I didn't do any writing or editing either. I'm sad to say. Um, but same as you, I had a super stressful time at week. We had inventory and um, I have like a manager that I, I don't think he likes me. I don't think he likes me. And it's very, it's just a very weird thing. But um, so, and uh, getting ready for that was just so stressful. And then I applied yeah. for a different position um within the company a little better position and um so it was like no one had approached me about it and i had to like do the whole like hey did you get my resume <laughs> Jeez. And the, so the communi- did, what'd you hear 
like anything? So I ended up, yeah, and it was like, it was just like, oh yeah, by the way, you'll be moving to the next position next week. I was like, oh, okay. And, uh, oh, you know, cool. gave me a little bit of a raise, which is, you know, not bad, but yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah. I was kind of just waiting, you know, I was like, what's going on here? It's been like two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, is this new one going to give you a little more chill time, you know what I mean? A little more writing time? No, or is it going to be a better work environment? Um, no, it's just, yeah, it's just a little bit more money. It's actually going to be a little bit more um, more, more of my workload. But um, oh, okay. like I did, I kind of, like I told you guys before, is my schedules, I from I work, um, you know, all week. I mean, every day, well, not every day, but, you know, five days, whatever, right? So, yeah. but I close, I am off like Monday. I close Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm off on Thursday. So those are my big writing days. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I do any, and then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't really do any writing. But this week was just crazy, and I was just tired. And yeah. today, um, getting home at maybe 6 it's something morning. in the universe. You know, we both have a kind of a shitty week. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't know. I know next week will be better, but then we got the Fourth of July, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know I'll be busy with that, but anyway, so I had uh, yeah, I had all these big plans on my days off to rewrite Calidus Prin, the Spider mm -hmm. Marshall, which is yes. a fantasy detective. Yeah, um, I, it was a finalist in Allegory uh -huh. Easing and got honorable mentions and stuff. So like the story was good, but it was before I really had introspection in my, any of my work. So it's I'm like, so that good. story is really it. cool. Yeah, I, I really it like is. it too. It is Imagine so if I put. If I put introspection in it, you know, maybe I have a shot, you know? Yeah, you never know. I mean, you got good bones. Got some good yeah, bones in that story, I think. For sure. It's really cool. And, and I did nothing on it, so. Yeah, well, you know what? Sometimes we just have to take those. Sometimes we have that as, as writers might be a week where we just don't do anything. Life gets in the way yeah. or whatever. Um, or, what you know, just shit happens. Yeah, you got to <laughs> refill that well. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Sometimes, so. Yeah, I know. So um, I did, however, get a couple new uh, critique partners. Kind of wanted to talk about, um, since we both are each other's critique partners, and we have other critique yeah. partners. I know I had told you for a while you were my critique partner, only critique partner, but I did take on a couple more. Um, but nice. we, and we, we have said before on the podcast that we met on critiquematch.com, which I think is a great site. So if you're a writer out there and you need a critique partner, check it out. It's a, it's a pretty great site. Um, but beware because sometimes you run into people that just, you know, um, I want to, I want to, uh, quote Brandon Sanderson. Uh, remember we took his, um, we both did his 2020 classes on YouTube. Yeah. Well, you had told me about it, right? I had taken it, but he had this incredible quote that I was just like, oh my God, yes. Like this, like the light bulb went on, you know? And one of the things he said is when you're a critique partner for someone, he, his, he said was to, um, to, um, oh my gosh, to describe, not prescribe. So basically, like he was like saying, you know, to if you could tell your critique partner, like this part was boring to me, that's great because that's an emotion. But don't say things like, you know, what you should really do, you should do this. Yeah. Um, and so I, I've had, I've done that. I know I've done. I'm guilty of it in the past because we think as critique partners, we're supposed to give like our opinions on someone's story, but it yeah. is someone else's story. 
Um, yeah. So I, and I've had, I just recently I had this girl, she was like, um, she's like, oh, don't do the, the, um, the bad dad trope. She's like, I don't like it. It's boring. And I was like, okay. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't give two shits what you think. <laughs> I was just like, okay, maybe you and I are not good. Maybe we're not good partner material. And um, she ended up dropping me like the next day. And I was just like, that's fine. Like, whatever. Yeah. I've had a lot of those people. Like, uh, I'm working on a, uh, maybe a future project, the Mindy Darling. Yeah. Uh, I'm not oh, going to go too God. far into it. Yes. Yeah. But I had a I had a partner saying, like, you can't write this book because um, I can't listen to this voice for a whole book or something like that. Okay, I'm like, great. Okay. Great. So it's not for you. <laughs> I'm like, good. F off. Like, see ya. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I will say, like, I mean – um being a critique partner i mean it's hard first of all to have to send your work out to yeah. another person to read it um, and i will say that in the beginning you know i wasn't as thick-skinned yet and i would get kind of hurt and just be like well what's why why is that bad and and but then i learned that you have to filter you kind of have to filter sure. um people's critiques um, so like that one girl, she didn't like that trope, which was fine. But then she gave like other good things that I was like, I had to like, you know, filter and take the good that she gave me and then throw out the bad. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I know you gave us that example. Do you have another example of someone that you was just like, wow, that's, you know. Yeah, I have tons of them. Yeah. Like I, I had one, I think it was a girl said that, and she had an agent on her page. I don't know if she did or not, but. She basically told me that uh, I probably shouldn't be writing. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was one of my, my very first book that I wrote, 4 for 1 South, the one that, you know, the very first one that you worked on yeah. with me. Um, okay. It was an early, early draft. And she said, you probably shouldn't, you should probably choose another profession or probably not, you know, continue Writing's this. not for you or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. So, that is wild. That is crazy. I, I wish I remembered her name. Um, I don't, and I would. I probably wouldn't throw it out here anyway. But um, yeah, I just un. un so how did you unpack that though? Like, did you did, was that did that hurt, or were you just like, I don't know, fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, f you, because that's just how it is, you know. Mm -hmm. I have a really thick skin; like, shit doesn't bother me. You know? Yeah, that's good because I didn't at first, and I mean, there were times where I would just be like, "Oh my god, I had such a bad critique!" Like, "Oh my god, I'm a shit writer." <laughs> yeah, well, we all think we're shit writers from now. I mean, everybody. well, yeah, well, yeah, but I will say in the beginning, you know, especially when I went on CritiqueMatch.com, some of those, yeah. right? I mean, just be prepared though, too, like guys, some of those writers. Um, I mean, write, writers are are competitive, right? I guess it's kind of like an any. Um, field or whatever work field whatever some but, are some are for yeah. sure but there's a lot of um you know com a competition there and there's a lot of oh I'm, I'm better you know or whatever and um so just be aware too that when you do look for a critique partner you will run into those people but just you know keep moving you know forward um the good thing about critiquematch.com is you could just get rid of somebody like i've I've gotten rid of a couple of critique partners. It just didn't didn't gel, didn't work with me. Um, I had one <laughs> had one critique partner that was just like, I don't read a lot of uh, fantasy, so I don't get 
this? I don't understand. Like, why, why is this happening? Or why is this? Why? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what, what was I? I don't know why uh, she picked uh, me as a critique partner. I didn't even reach out to her. And I clearly yeah. say, say in my profile, like, you know, you have to be like a fantasy reader. Yeah. Because, you know, if you don't read fantasy and you don't understand the tropes and like the how the story moves along, then you are just going to be like, this is really weird. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like fantasy, you're going to hate fantasy. It's just, you know, like yeah, because it's just, I, people like what they like. and Exactly. Yeah, so like, if that's not your alley, you probably shouldn't be a partner for the person that <laughs> does fantasy. It's pretty simple sometimes, but yeah, you'd be surprised. But um, I, I mean, I have some, I have a really good another critique partner. She's really cool. She's actually going to be sending me her query later, a query letter later. Nice. So that many times. <laughs> yes. Um, I've been helping her, helping her out. We've been working together now for about a year, I think. But she kind of like we kind of took a break for a bit, and we just yeah. started like reconnected. So um, her story is really cool. Her story is a fantasy story. But anyway, um, so yeah, I uh, you know one thing that I try to do um, as a critique partner, I always try to look at. I mean, of course, there's like the general like um, it does a sentence flow well. Like I know Ken sometimes we're like delete this word. Like you don't need it. It's it reads better without this word, you know, a lot of yeah. the filler words um, that, um, what, what is, I'm trying to think of another filler word. <laughs> I know we use that a lot. I'm always like, as, as, has, has, as. Like sentences are a lot more punchy if you take the as, put a comma. Yeah, you know? like has started or started walking. Just say, like, just say walking. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like uh, he climbed through the window and then you'd put at as he climbed up the ivy instead of be like he climbed up the window up the spiraling ivy you know it just right. there's more of a flow there yes yes instead of those filler words for sure so uh, yeah filler words that's what they that's what they are i do look yeah, for filler words there's sometimes. filler and filter yeah yeah and echoes echoes yes. is a big one and i didn't even i remember when i first started writing i didn't realize echo words like i, I didn't know that you couldn't use the same word so close together um, until one of my first uh, a critique partner, I think, pointed it out. That was like, you already used this word in that sentence. And I was like, so? <laughs> and yeah. then I was like, then I started looking into it. I was like, oh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, so I try to look at filler words. I look at echoes as like some sentence structure. But for me, because I am a plotter, and we talked about this on the last episode, I do look at each chapter and I try to look at, is there any character development here? You know, is the character arc moving along? Um, is, is something new happening to propel the plot? Um, and so I'm always thinking about that when I critique chapters for other yeah. critique partners. And I know yeah. I, you know, we've done this to each other. We've we've done that. I know there was a, a chapter I think in my last book, and you were like, literally nothing happens in this book. And I, I mean, this chapter, and I went back and read it. Yeah. And I was like, Damn it, he's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, all I discovered was this, and he's like, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, that happens on time to time. You know, you write those out and. You don't see it while you're writing it. You're like, oh, that's cool. This would be neat, you know. And yeah. then you go back. You're like, 
that did nothing for it my plot. It did nothing you know? for the story, exactly. Yeah. So I, that's how I critique. I always look at the structure, um, and and um, even if you're not, a, and we talked about this before, you know, even if you're not a plotter, you still have those structures. Because like I think you and I had talked about this reading. I think you made a good point about how you learn how to write through reading, like osmosis almost. Yes. Like you're just absorbing how to write a story, even if you don't plot out like the beats, like what I do. You yeah. understand what is needed for a story. You understand that, you know, you have to like drive that plot. There needs to be a character arc, you know. So, um, but just because I'm a plotter, that's just how I approach my critique. Yeah. So I always try to think like, okay, what is this chapter doing? Not only am I reading for entertainment, because especially your story that you're writing right now is so incredible. I love it. I can't wait to like get to the end of it uh, to see what happens, you know? But at the yeah. same time, then I'm like, I have to put my critique hat on and be like, okay, so what, what do we, what do we need? What do we need in this chapter? What did we learn? Is it doing, is it doing all the heavy lifting and doing all the things it's supposed to do? Yeah. So that's kind of like how I approach, um, uh, critiquing stuff for um, fellow uh, partners. Um, so what is your approach? How do you? Well, I obviously do the overarching plot stuff, mm -hmm. characters, if I like them or not, um, the direction of it's going, obviously, if you're hitting beats and all that, and if it matters. But mm -hmm. then I, I like to break it down by the actual, the writing itself. Yes. Um, because to nail a proper you know, a sentence flow, you need like the five things you need, like you need di good dialogue. You need a good, and you have to have them in the right proportions too. If you have, if, if you have a bunch of one and not like, if you go on for three paragraphs describing how a mansion looks, people are going to be like, get over it already. Jesus. I don't give a shit about this mansion, you know, but, but if you only have a sentence that says there's a mansion, people are going to be like, Hey, what the fuck does it look like? You know what I mean? Like, so it goes every which way. Yeah, um, there's a balance. nice balance. You need balance. Yes. And so a lot of my critique comes down to after I get through the plot stuff, after I read it like that, then I try to go through to find spots where it needs to expand. You know, like I think I put myself in the other person's story. Mm -hmm. And if, if you're like, let's, for example, you're like, there's a house. And then he went inside and there was a dog. Like, I'll be like, no. <laughs> What's the house look like? What was the dog doing? What does he look like? What's his temperament? Is he growling? Like, I yeah. need all that. I just want to say him. really quickly that yeah. I do this to Ken all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I constantly, he's like, wait, wait. He's like, what does it look like? What yeah. does this look like? He's always telling me that. I so appreciate that. And it's just so funny to me because I'm like, shit. I'm like, that's, that's the type of writer I am. Yeah. And that's okay, you know, but, yeah. but that's that. And same with introspection. Sometimes you need deeper thoughts on something, you know what I mean? To, to further the plot and the character development, you need that. Yes. You I know, remember you need when, to go deeper. Yeah. Yes. And I will say that when Ken and I first started, um, as critique partners, um, neither one of us, I think had the, that interiority down. Hey, writer friends, querying is hard and putting together a query letter is even harder. We want to help. So send us your query letter and first three pages to two writers in a bar at gmail.com and we'll query on air. 
And don't forget to tell us where we can find you on social media so we can share it with all our listeners. We want to help inspire and celebrate with you on your writing journey. I think I would try to help. Um, it was so funny because it was easier for me to see it in other people's work, but I couldn't see it in my own, right? Like yeah. I would be read like your chapters and like other partners' chapters and be like, but what does your character think about this? Like, yeah. what what is the, what's happening in his mind right now? He just found out something really amazing. I want to know his thoughts. Um, yeah. So I know in the beginning when we first started working together, I think that was probably like our, Weakness? What would you call that? <laughs> a weak spot? Blind spot? Avoid. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, I had no introspection at all. I mean, I might have had a few italicized thoughts, maybe. Yeah. A little bit, but mm -hmm. not enough. Like, you at least, at the, at the bare minimum, you need at least 20% of yes. your entire book to be introspection. Yes. Uh, and you'd be shocked how many writers do not have that. Yeah, I was one of them oh, in the beginning. <laughs> I was, too. And I've had probably over a hundred critique partners, I would say. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, I go through it a lot. I'm trying to find the right ones that I that work yeah. for me, you know. And to so make a team, I, to build a team, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I yeah. tried, you know, I was like Pokemon, got to catch them all. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, That's so but, funny. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't. I was. I was about to confess something right now. I almost passed you up on critique match. Did you? Oh, because, shit. Well, not only because I was thinking that I wanted a female critique partner, because mm -hmm. uh, I was like, well, I don't know if a man's going to, like, you know, get this or whatever, a little bit of, um, you know, so sorry. Um, but oh, then good. but then the book that I was writing, I had a, uh, my main character was a man. <laughs> so, yeah. so I was, like, kind of remember, like, hovering over your name, and I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm like, actually, you know, he might help <laughs> me with, like, that introspective of, like, a man's point of view, obviously, and I'm not a man, but, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. so then I was like, click, accept, okay. <laughs> and you probably got the chapter 20 seconds later. I did. It was pretty quick. I remember, but I was excited. I just remember just being yeah. really excited because I was like, oh, cool. Okay, let's, all right, let's do this. I'm ready for this. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I, yeah, I know, and I've mentioned in the past before, like, I didn't no idea what a critique partner was and actually had was luckily luckily enough to have an agent that declined one of my manuscripts and was like you know i always encourage my writers to, uh, to get critique partners i'm like what's what's that <laughs> yeah exactly i had no idea either but then i believe i watched that brandon sanderson uh where he taught his whole creative writing course yeah you, you're the one that told me about it i was so excited yeah yeah, and then he mentioned critique partners, I believe, and that's yeah. when I got. Mm -hmm. I'm like free critique partners, <laughs> you know. Mm. Just googled it up. Oh, I see. So you did that in 2020, 2021, yeah. whatever it was. 2020. Oh. Yeah. No, you were on I critique think... match since 2020 because we met in 21, yeah. right? Yeah, I think I was there in 2020. Wow. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No, oh, that's cool. Right on. Yeah. Um, but I, I really love that quote about him saying to just describe and not prescribe. Um, and I do yeah. take that. I always think about that when um, I do get a critique from someone else. And I'm always like, okay, this person's giving me a prescription to fix my work. And I don't really need that. Unless I kind of agree, you know, that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I've been guilty of that. I know I've done that to you before. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe, but that's okay. No, I, I definitely did. It's okay. I mean, I did. I've learned, and I'm now just like, okay, you know, um, 
I think by I think the one thing I do try to say is if like um, you know what, how can you make the character arc be you know a little bit more um, like the focal point in this chapter like this could be a good this might be a good place to really show that uh, character arc. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Um, and but, I am really big when I critique. I also write like a whole novel within the critiques most yeah. of the time. But do you just like, do that with me or with everybody else? Like they do that with me, but I appreciate it. Mostly just you, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, felt, I felt so bad because you were like, yeah, I know it's going to take me a long time to finish this chapter, but you know, writing out those paragraphs takes a long time. Like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, don't take it like that. The other people, uh, the other people don't need that. They're like, yeah. their stories, they're good at, they're good at the sense, the, the story structure. Yeah. Um, they're just stories boring. Some of my partners, sorry guys, if you're seeing this. I've oh no. <laughs> so I just try to work with them with that, like to try to make it a little more exciting, you know. Uh, but I'm, I'm down to working with only three people now, you included. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and so the other people... I do it with, uh, I have one other, I won't name him, but I do the same thing where I write paragraphs the way I do with you with him. And then another one where his writing is very polished, but the story's just kind of boring. And so I'm kind of working with him to try to zhuzh it up, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but I yeah. Mean, honestly, it's not just you. With, yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> You're like, but I, it gives us a lot of work and now I know why it takes so long. So I apologize. <laughs> But yeah. I, like I said in the past, though, like once I give you those first few chapters and I see how I can tell that by that the flaws in those first few chapters continue on through the rest of the manuscript so that I know how to fix it. So hopefully those later chapters get a little easier for you to critique. Oh, they're way out. easier. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're way easier. I know uh, the first so few chapters are hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The first, like... One through five, cool, whatever. But and then six, seven, eight, rough, and then the rest after that, it's nice. It's like you know, a cool fifteen, twenty minutes to just quickly, you know. Whereas the the six, seven, eight was like you know two hours. A lot of work there. for you. I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh, you're fine. It is what it is. It shows in the later chapters that it it helped. So that's all that yes. matters. Yes, it does, and I appreciate yeah. that. Oh hell yeah, yeah. I like doing it. You know, I like helping each other to get better. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because like we always say, our end goal is to be traditionally published. So yes, get that 100%. agent. So yes. I, what would you say um, if you were working with, uh, let's say you get a new critique partner and they just started writing, they just wrote their book, they're brand new, they just got this idea. What would your advice be for them, like if they come to you and they're like, you know, they want you to be a critique partner. Ooh, I mean, well, first I have to look at the first sample chapter, right? And see if mm -hmm. there's any flaws in the right. making. Um, grammar is easy to fix. I don't have to really worry about that. If, yeah. if there's a bunch of grammar, you can point that out um, a couple times and they'll get the idea of blah, blah, blah. But it comes down to do they have... I'm the, uh, like, I call it lasagna, the writing lasagna, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, introspection is the cheese, 
dialogue is the noodle. The tomato sauce is like action and description and whatever, you know, whatever. And if yeah. they have the right ingredients to make a nice lasagna, like a good portion of each of them, then I'm super impressed if that's their first novel because that's really hard to do and I've never seen it yet with uh, any of the partners I've had that are new. Yeah. Um, so usually I would start there. Um, yeah, I would start there. I Almost all the time, unless they're a genius. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I haven't, uh, I haven't discovered, I haven't uh, figured that out either. I, mean, I haven't researched it like that. But I will say that I think my advice, especially if you, if you're listening to this podcast and you just wrote your first manuscript because you got this idea and you're excited and you came up with your characters and your world building and all of that. You know, obviously, my my first advice would be definitely get a critique partner, even if you don't want to be traditionally published. And yeah. even if you plan on going self-published, I would still get a critique partner. And, of course, beta readers, right? Because if your story is boring and you send out to beta readers and we're like, this is boring, then you know you got to fix it, you know, whatever. But then I would also just say um, to just filter through some of the critiques and and don't take it too hard you know what i mean because i made that mistake and i think that stalled my writing and that's just just my own personal thing you know i shouldn't have done that but i did you know unfortunately i did and so i kind of stalled my writing a bit because i was just like maybe i should be a writer like maybe i don't have what it takes um but then I just, you know, my my husband was like a good partner that was just like, no, like keep going, like keep learning, keep doing this and that. So I would say to any um, new new writers out there, don't be discouraged, because your 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 craft your your writing is gonna get better, right? With each yeah. like I look back at my first book, I'm like, oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> Compared to where I'm at now, I'm writing what is this my my fourth fifth book, something like that. I mean, I can see the difference, you know. So I would say, oh, yeah. you, yeah, um, and then take um, take as many classes as you can on writing. Honestly, I learned so much taking classes. I didn't know about interiority. I didn't know about a deep POV. Um, I didn't know about, even though I didn't know about the story structure, I did know about there were certain things that need that a story needed. Um, I also didn't know that each chapter needs to drive the plot. Like, I did not know that when I first started writing. Um, and I had a lot of chapters that did absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, I mean, there was two, so many that I was like, oh, my God, what, what is this? Like, I had, like, really cool, like, scenes with characters. But as far as moving the plot forward, nothing was happening. <laughs> And I didn't know that when I first started writing, I didn't realize that each chapter needs to drive the plot. And that's, that's, it's a lot of work, but you know, you can do it. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And don't give up. Keep going. That's all. Yes. Like and then, you have to have a thick skin. Don't give a shit what anybody says. If you want to do this, just, you're going to have to learn to shed off some shit that's going to come your way. It's just part of the, that's game, so true if you want to do this you know this is something that's so deep inside like both ken and i have talked about this in the past like this is something that's just so a passion within us that we're just like it's gonna happen yeah. 
we are we're working towards that goal um and then of course come listen to us on our podcast because we'll try to help and we're here to celebrate with you guys um you know so i i'm looking forward to uh being able to critique um so query letters from our listeners and then hearing the you know being able to celebrate afterwards like i'm really looking forward to that so for sure yeah and uh one more tip i wanted to throw in too if 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 you're a little uncomfortable with uh getting a critique partner you can always do it anonymously you can put a fake name in there nobody has to know it's you you know what i mean you can just you know you can so go up true. there and put your name as anonymous and you know there you go yeah. no one will ever know it was you yeah that's so true um yeah, yeah you know and we well, there's nothing wrong with that i've i've had a few um uh requests from critique partners on critique match where there wasn't even a picture yeah you know, i don't know what the, but but they had a little small bio of you know i'm writing my first book and just kind of looking for some you know guidance or whatever so yeah for sure yeah so so don't let that get in your way and on and, and anonymity is good it can happen so you can yes. you know send out your work carefree a little bit until you're like comfortable time. enough yeah and then when you get yeah. comfortable yeah for sure so yeah. um so i um what are you reading right now are you still reading um i finished that i'm now reading red country by joe abercrombie um but i'm technically listening to an audiobook oh so. okay well that's still that's still reading yeah though. I know there's yeah, a lot of debate about it. It's easier at work. <laughs> it's easier at work, you know, because then I can keep doing my thing while I right. listen to it. So yeah. yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's good. I mean, um, you're lucky you can yeah. do that work. I can't I can't listen or read anything at work. It's crazy, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm still making my way through Silver Nitrate by uh, Sylvia Miranda Garcia. And I don't know why I'm just I think I'm just like I said before, I'm just too tired, but I am working through that. Um and the audiobooks down. Well, I will say too, like, so I may not be reading, but I am watching, I'm watching some TV. So right now I'm watching, I think, The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Oh, cool. It's, it's yeah. like a 10 episode series. I hadn't watched it yet, uh, but I've really been into horror lately. Um, and so I've been wanting to, um, um, I was thinking, I know we talked about this, like maybe tapping into the horror genre. I kind of really like yeah. to write um a horror book i had this idea and so i'm watching this series right now and by watching i'm taking note of like how because i, I kind of look at each episode as a chapter right like a chapter in a yeah. book so yeah. um there's a lot of intrigue a lot of mystery they really are like they're just like pulling you through each episode because you're like you learn something new yeah. That you didn't learn the last episode and then you're like hitting that next episode to watch it because you're like oh my god i gotta know i gotta know oh yeah absolutely and yeah and i was thinking about that and it's the same thing it's the same for writing i mean storytelling is pretty much the same yeah. um i took a class where this agent was like as writers she was like do you know who your competition is and it's netflix it's hulu it's you know all those tv and movies because you know, people have a choice to either watch it, read, or listen, right? Yeah. And so the way that they they do TV shows and movies, it's, it's the same. It's all the same storytelling. And one thing I noticed while watching The Haunting of Hill, have you watched it? I haven't, no. You haven't? Oh, it's so good. It's really, really good. Um, I've heard I, it's good. 
Yeah, it's really good. And I, they kind of go back in the past and then they go to the present. And it's kind of like that, right? But every yeah. time you go back, you learn something new. You learn something that you're like, oh my God, right? And yeah. um, and it's the same thing when you're writing your book. You sh- you, your readers should be learning something new about your character so that you're sort of like pulling them along so that yeah. they want to go to that next chapter or like in exactly. this case, the next episode. Um, and yeah. so I've been thinking about that a lot. And then um, I know in my... In my uh, current uh, manuscript, I do have a little bit of intrigue and when we learn stuff, you know, um, as we yeah. go along about my character. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. And what I I noticed about, um, well, all stories, but mainly horror stories, is you always have that heart, the heart yeah. of like that, the character, like you have to feel something for these characters, like they're going through this like horrible shit. Even like the villain that's just like, you can't stand, can't stand this person, this character. But then you learn something new about them that changes your perspective, right? And it's that heart, something bad that happened or something where they were hurt in this way that's so relatable that you're like, oh my God, you're like, yes, you know, like maybe that happened to me in the past, but you know, obviously we don't turn into a villain. We hope, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. But yeah, characters, characters is where it's at. I mean, if you can nail the character and give them a great arc, it's so amazing. Oh like, my that's god, that's what draws people in. That's exactly what I was thinking because I was like, when I was watching this, I was like, not only is it terrifying, I mean, there's some terrifying scenes in there where I'm just like, you know, like ah, yeah. you know, um, but but without horror, there's also this beautiful part of the story that's there in all of these characters um so it's like they that's one thing i love about this series and i think the um the haunting of blind manor was the same by the end of the movie it turned into this like beautiful love story even though you had all this like scary like stuff happening the hauntings and the ghosts and all of this yeah you know it's kind of like the ghosts are like the um like the subplot but the main yeah. plot is what the characters are going through that you're falling for, that you're just like, oh my God, you're drawn into by the character. So yeah, if your I, readers don't give a shit about the characters, they don't give a shit about anything else that happens. You right. might be able to wow them with a jump scare or, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. a cool effect. But if you don't give a shit about the characters, that's the number one thing. you got to right. make characters that people like. you got to give them arcs. Not all characters have arcs. Some stay no. the same mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to have people want to see growth or or the opposite. They want to see your character start here and just nosedive down to hell, you know? So what's like, your favorite character arc? Oh, God. Obviously, the best one is start the bottom to the top. That one's just fun. You know, yeah. you start the out villains. as a lowly something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I like yeah, the yeah. villain. I like when they start off as the villain, but then, like, I guess you could say, like, the Darth Vader. Show, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and then they I love like, that, too. Yeah. Yes. That's and then they show too. their heart at the end. You're like, I knew they weren't really evil. <laughs> yeah. I like it when they're, like, lowly, and then by the end, they're powerful and, like, you know, or, or they've done something cool. That's always fun. I mean, it's boring. It's, like, the main damn trope of all time, but. I don't think it's boring. No, I don't think it's boring. I love it. I, I yeah. It. yeah, yeah. I I love me a good villain turn good. 
but I also like the opposite too, although it's a yeah. little harder for me, but when they're good and they turn evil, it's always so such a fun ride, you know, because yeah. it's like usually, and I, I would say probably like the new book that you're starting to write has, has that feel to it. That I, yeah. I really enjoy that. Not going to say anything, you know what no. I'm talking about. But yes. I do love that too, where they start off really good and then, you know, something happens and they just turn and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> if you good. love characters, if you love characters, Joe Abercrombie is the best fantasy character writer of all time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Good to but know. Yeah. If you like dark and gritty, like you, I, I want, there's no spoilers, but basically, if you want to end up rooting for the most vile human beings on the planet, you need to read Joe Abercrombie. Oh, He's really? The greatest. Right, he makes right. you love the most vile people, like pompous asses, <laughs> evil executioners, and you're pulling for them. You're like, I love these people, and they're like cutting people's hands off, and like. So that I I just I love that because I just I love when when a storyteller can just turn the audience. On, on the villain side like i don't know i just love oh that. yeah they're but, all villains like it yeah like, hit i swear to god his characters are the best i've ever read in my entire life <laughs> any genre anything uh, i'm gonna have to check it out well i just i don't know i just i love that uh that we i mean and the only reason why i bring this up is because i haven't been able to get any physical reading in or listening to an audible but watching yeah. tv is also another avenue for you it to is to um learn storytelling so it is yeah you know don't feel bad if you're listening and you're like oh i haven't read a book in a minute uh and if you're watching a lot of tv shows just you as a writer you're going to catch on to a lot of that story structure yeah. um, but i love being able to just see that character development you know um and i don't know if i never i never noticed it before about horror i mean i've read um but i don't know if it's because I'm just now thinking of maybe possibly writing in that genre. I realize that um, it's not so much the horror as much as it's yeah. about the characters and what they're going through. And that's really why you're reading. And that horror stuff is just kind of like what gets you there. That really yeah, some people like you. that, yeah. Mm -hmm. But what keeps Sorry. you stay, yeah, no worries. But what keeps <laughs> you is the character. So, yeah. So, yeah, well, I'm going to try to get some reading in this week. I'm going to try really hard. Um, but I yeah. will say that um, the week of 4th of July, probably. <laughs> I'm going to try, yeah. though. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to try, but I'm going to be busy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I try to read two pages in the morning. Like, oh, that's good. it. I go to work. Oh, my God. That's such a great, that's a great goal. Shit, I need to do that. That's a great goal. Yeah, that's it. I read. I start at the top of one page, get the next page, bookmark, and I and then I got to go. That's perfect. Work. I love that. No, it's yeah. perfect. I didn't even think of that. I could, yeah, I could definitely. I mean, I could do that. Okay, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, it's not fast. It's not great, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, whatever. So, You're getting it in. That's all that matters. But. Yeah. Anyway, guys, so that's all we have for today. Um, if you're looking for uh, critique partners, we recommend critiquematch.com. I know there's some other uh, there's some other websites out there, but you know, critique match is where it's at. And no, we don't get paid to say this. Uh, we're just that's just our not a sponsor. Not yet. No, okay. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, but also to again, you know, um, 
send us in your query letters if you want us to take a look at it. We don't mind helping. Like we've always said, we're always here to help, inspire, and celebrate with you guys. Um, and hopefully, you know, one day we'll be celebrating our own victories. I know it's going to happen. Um, don't know when, but I know it's going to happen. And so um, we just, we want to build like, like a, a positive writing community with you guys. So we hope that this episode, you um, got some, um, some good information out there. If you have any questions for either of us, feel free to hit us up on our Twitter and our Instagram. And of course, you can always watch our episodes on YouTube um, on Thursdays. So um, that's it. And we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Do you want to sign us off? <laughs> All right. We're okay. out. See y'all <laughs> later. Bye. <laughs> and that's it for today's episode, friends. We hope you learned something new today. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube under Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast. Our YouTube episodes will upload on Thursdays, the day after the show airs, if you want to watch. And if you want your query letter in the first three pages critiqued and read on air by us, send them to our email at twowritersinabar at gmail.com. Put query on air in the subject line. We will read them on a first-come, first-served basis. Remember, we are here to help, inspire, and celebrate. Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast is produced by the Brava Media Group.